Hmm, that's weird. That's weird. Kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man. It's strange. Welcome back to Camp Strange, Strangers. I am Alex Tobin, your camp counselor. And I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And we're here to bring the strange, spooky, and uh, creepy back into your lives every week. Getting you that fix. We're getting you that fix. And, um, yeah, I like we always say, let's just get into it because we don't have time to mess around. No piddle paddle. There's a lot of weird out there, and we got a lot of things to tell you about. And the first story I found was... This goes back to kind of what we mentioned a little bit earlier on in the podcast um, with how sometimes names are completely ruined forever. Oh, um, yeah. Some two, Adolf. That, that is exactly the name that I was thinking of. Okay. And the title of this weird news article is Police Dog with Same Name as Nazi General Gets a Name Change. Oh, good for him. So, so this um this bloodhound, it's a bloodhound puppy, super super cute bloodhound puppy. Big old ears. Yeah, it says uh Lake County Sheriff. I don't know where Lake County is. It sounds like it's I feel oh, like there's a Lake County oh, really close fuck. here, isn't there? Oh fuck. Guess is that where wh- you're from? No, guess where it is. Why? There's probably a Lake County in everywhere, no, but yeah. You know, it's weird news. Where is it from? Fucking Florida. It's in Florida. Okay, so the Florida Police Department, or Lake County, they got a little canine puppy, Bloodhound, and they named him, they tweeted that he's a 10-week-old liver-colored Bloodhound now assigned to Master Deputy Menschnichel, which is another hard name to pronounce, but the puppy's name is Rommel. Rommel? Rommel, R-O-M-M-E-L. Okay. And it says he will soon begin his rigorous training to support the community by locating missing persons, fugitives, and evidence. Um, welcome aboard, Rommel. And then everybody just started tweeting at him. And this was get, this what's get me. It gets me a little angry because it says some guy tweeted, "This is what happens when folks aren't well versed in history." Naming police dogs after World War II German war war march generals is probably not the best. And I'm like, okay. You can't know every single Nazi general. There's probably okay, a yeah. lot of them. And I never even heard of Rommel. What's his actual name? I have no idea. Um, Erwin Rommel. That was the name of one of the germ. <laughs> no idea. Erwin. I mean, no one's naming him er- anybody Erwin. But um, so that name is completely ruined, Rommel. And a lot of people were tweeting at him. And that's the thing. I didn't even know Rommel was a Nazi general. So, yeah, I didn't know that one. By so, the way, there are multiple Lake Counties. Oh, I googled well, it. Well, this one's in Florida. Okay. Um, and so apparently they had to go and change the dog's name because there was a public outcry about how they were naming this dog after a Nazi general. Because all police are Nazis. <laughs> but <laughs> they—that was a joke. They... <laughs> if that wasn't if that wasn't obvious enough. <laughs> Yeah, we, we respect the police. Don't yeah, sh- don't shoot us. Don't shoot me. Um, but um, yeah, they had to change his name to. What do you think they changed it? Ronald. Yeah. No, they didn't. <laughs> the McDonald's is going to go after him. Honestly, yeah, I don't know. they changed his name to Scout. Scout. That's well, a go-to. It's a good. It's a cop out. Fuck that. It is. It's oh, like it's a cop out. Yeah, exactly. That's a cop out. But unts. Yeah. 
It's like naming your dog Buddy. Get yeah. original. Yeah, but I I don't know. I mean, obviously they kind of they floundered. They're like, fuck, we named him after a Nazi. We have to pick something so generic that George nobody, nobody can get mad. Yeah, exactly. Abe. Exactly, Lincoln. This is our new dog, Lincoln. Um, but he's a yeah. real luxury dog. So, <laughs> so Matthew McConaughey rides him. Yeah. Um, but so basically, they had to change his name. But it just kind of made me a little bit mad because I'm like, Rommel's kind of like one of those weird names. And apparently, um, the guy, the officer who had the dog, his childhood dog was named Rommel. Uh oh. So I <laughs> look into that guy. I guess. <laughs> Fuck. I'll say his parents are a little. You have some explaining to do. Yeah, holy so, shit. But I don't. I, I highly doubt that's kind of. Like I mean, one maybe of those that's weird... why we. Maybe that's why we don't know that name is because of that. But he's just not big enough that he's not widely known. Known like Adolf. Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of Nazis ruined a lot of names. It's kind of like that kid in high school where you you ever have a name where you go, "What? Well, I wonder what I would name my kid in the future." And you go like, "Uh, Brent." I mean, not that I'm naming a kid Brent, but, like, you go Brent, and then you go, oh, I knew, like, a weird kid in high school named Brent. Harris. And, and every single – yeah, Harris. Where you go, every <laughs> single time I'm going to talk to my kid, I'm going to think of that kid, like, yeah. in a in the back of my mind. So, like, you can't name the kid that. So it has to be, like, a name that you don't have any association to in a weird way, unless it's, yeah. like, good association, like your grandma's name, you know? Yeah, naming someone, man, that's something I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> that shit someone. sticks around for a while. It does. And you need, you know, a dog is one thing, but a, a living person, honestly, it's I, a lot of pressure. I think about that. You get to decide your kid's name. And yeah, my my name. I don't. I, people. And they gotta call, wait till they're eighteen to change it. Do you know numerous people who I've who have never met each other and have never met me or any like of my friends? Like at work, they go, "Hey, uh, Kyle." And I go, oh, my name's Alex. And they go, oh, I'm sorry. That's like, your middle name. Kyle's not my middle name. My middle name's Joseph. But <laughs> <laughs> numerous people, I go, I guess I look like a Kyle. I don't know. I mean, that's a, just a generic white guy name, though. So. I thought your middle name was Kyle. No. Because I thought Kyle's middle name was Alex, and your middle name was Kyle, and I thought there's a weird twist off from no, that. No, Kyle's middle name is Tobin. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So, because his mom's maiden name is Tobin, and we look like, let's not get into this, yeah. okay, uh, but you bring up another weird story. Yeah, so, um, you got this story that's uh, kind of breaking the internet today, um, that's about a millionaire who, uh, kind of secretly was trying to plan a battle royale tournament on his private island, and for people that are unfamiliar with the term battle royale, I believe it, this is without any research, I believe it originates from a um, Japanese, Japanese movie yep. with a bunch of school kids, right? Yeah, I think they're school, I, I've seen clips from the movie, but I haven't seen the movie exactly. It was on entirely. my, it was on my watch list on uh, Netflix for like eight years, and I feel like they took it off because I haven't seen it for a while, and I never got around to watching it, Yeah. but the idea is that it's um, a certain amount of number of people fighting to the death until there's one left kind of like hunger games or the condemned which was a a movie made by wwe studios starring stone cold steve austin Fuck yeah i mean hell yeah if they put it, hell yeah what was his saying uh give me a beer give me a beer yeah that's what i meant to say <laughs> um but so the the term battle royale now has its fame through video games such as uh pubg uh fortnite 
uh, Apex Legend. Like it, the list just fucking keeps going. And the idea is that in the games, you know, it's a hundred people in one game, and it goes until everybody is eliminated except for one person. Except for this is not a game, and this is real well, life. Yeah, and so immediately I was like, so they are going to find a hundred people who are going to be like, yeah, I want to die. Or win this money. Well, I mean, it's, it goes beyond like people volunteering for something. It's just law at this point. Yeah. But so it, the it, it, wait before the winner, you go in, hold on. Okay. The winner okay, okay. would okay. win a hundred and thirty thousand dollars. That is so not worth it. No. It's crazy. But this makes a lot more sense now that I'm actually reading an article about it because the term LARP is in there, so it would not be life or death. Oh. Okay, well now, okay, that's the problem with LARP. LARPing is live-action role-playing, for anybody who doesn't know what that is. And that is, like, people who, um, you know, they they have, like, foam swords and fake yep. arrows. Usually and you, capes. Yeah, and you go into... Um, Public ever, parks. Have you ever seen the movie Role Models with Yeah, um, great Paul movie. Rudd? Yeah. Such and, a good movie. But they go and they fight with um, knights uh, with swords, and you, you get hit, and you're, like, out. It's kind of like paintball, except there's no paint yeah. involved. So you, you get like, hit in the arm. You have to, like, put that arm behind your back. Exactly. So it's – but when there's $130,000 involved, I feel like there's going to be a lot of people lying on an island because there's going to be two guys going, like, at it, and then you're going to get hit in the head with the sword. And he's like, fuck it. I'm not – I'm not saying I got hit. Yeah. I'm just going to keep this money. Well, so the funny thing about this, the way the story broke was apparently there is an online service called Hush Hush, which is an online marketplace for the rich. And some guy was uh, requesting someone who could help design an arena for a 100 person event. And um, it was going to be, they were going to make, fifty nine thousand dollars for a six week like six week period setting this thing up okay but i thought that was just funny that he's willing to pay someone almost sixty thousand dollars and then the winner of the contest makes you know a hundred and thirty thousand okay let me ask you this though yeah that that's it's half the entry it's, fee it's i yeah. mean it's half the winnings it's a, it's almost half let me ask you this is he competing and he doesn't he hasn't given his name I don't believe the millionaire has been named because I feel like that would not be a good thing to have under your name. I guess. Especially because there are people out there like me who, before reading the article, assumed that they were just like, yeah, I want a bunch of people just trying to kill each other. <laughs> That's what I thought it was too. I was yeah. like, okay, you better have like a billion dollars up for grabs and you're only a millionaire. So and, and now going to be 99 murders on your hands. Well, now it actually sounds fun. Because it's yeah, that sounds cool. It is players will be armed with airsoft guns, ammo, and touch sensitive body armor. It's hard to enforce that, especially when there's well, the touch touch, touch sensitivity armor. So okay, like, if you shot in the head, and you probably have helmets or some shit. Oh, maybe you I walk don't... up with a big ass welt on your forehead. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you get stung by a bee." I'm wow. You actually just transitioned perfectly into my next story but oh lord but let's wrap this up by saying that i'm very interested in finding out if this actually takes place because i would love for them to have a some kind of live stream for this i would pay pay-per-view money for that yeah eh, airsoft eh. the real deal though well oh yeah i guess airsoft. Air, 
<laughs> I guess airsoft. I was I was picturing still LARPing with swords. I would probably be more interested in paintball, so you'd see like the paint splatter. Yeah, we, airsoft seems a little anticlimactic. No, I want to see beady. LARPing. I want to see lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning yeah, exactly. bolt. Exactly. That's what I want to see. But... I mean, everybody's going to have a knife. Exactly. You'd hope. So they have paint knives for paintball. Do you know that? Yeah. Have you ever seen the airsoft grenades? No. Those things are fucking wild. It's like a... Uh, it's like, you know, it looks like a grenade, but you load it with airsoft things, and, then it and it's spring-loaded, so when you throw it, it just, like, shoots, like, a thousand airsoft BBs in every direction. That's bullshit, because you get hit with shrapnel and not die. <laughs> anyway, let's let's move on. <laughs> big we, shrapnel guy over here, I'm I a guess. big shrapnel guy. <laughs> We've talked about grenades on this podcast before, and we will again. Yeah. So, like I said, bees. You said bees, right? So, let me... Let beads? Me... Bumblebeads. Beads? Yes. Bees. Anyway. Rest of development. <laughs> anyway. Beads. So, so um, this article says, doctor discovers four bees in woman's left eye living off of her tears. Jeez. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what to say about that. <laughs> so, in, so bees can live off of tears now, so huh? In, in Taiwan, this 29-year-old lady. Life um, finds a way. <laughs> This is like if if you didn't have anything to be ter- uh, terrified about, now I'm giving you something. So, um, this patient, uh, she she was plucking weeds around a gravestone, which is really sad in the first place. No wonder, but the, needs to be done. No wonder the bees can have so many tears to eat off of. Yeah. Um, uh, her eyes started hurting, and uh, and she started like rinsing it out, but it wasn't helping. She had a contact lens in, and she didn't want to like crack her contact lens or like uh, break it. I guess I don't so, think those crack, well, my dude. Those well, are like well, jelly. No, I know they're jelly, but like you could still like tear them. I guess crack is the wrong word. Tear them. Okay. She, she didn't want to tear them um, by like rubbing her eye. I guess if you rub your eyes a lot, you can like break them or tear them or something Ooh, like I'd that. I'd be bad with those. I mean, honestly. We get into a story about a lady who I saw the other day. Uh, I didn't see her the other day. It was a news article. But she had 27 contact lenses in her eye. Oh, I've heard about that yeah, happening. It's you, fucking you don't, gross. You don't realize. You, I, I, yeah, yeah, they think they dissolve or some shit and they just keep putting them in. Yeah, so she said she was wearing contact lenses so she didn't dare to rub her eyes in case she broke the lens. Um, if she did, she could have induced the bees to produce venom and she could have gone blind. So did, the, I'm sorry. Did we talk about what type of bees these are? So they were, uh, yeah, I, I just had them right here. So, I mean, there's bees and then there's like hornets. No. Oh my God. I just had them. Wasps and shit. Those assholes. Um, it says the, I don't know. They were like very very tiny bees oh tiny bees oh it says says the south african tiny bee (laughs) lowercase b actually that that, that's the proper term um it says doctors discovered the tiny bees (laughs) so i guess i said in the article uh feeding off the moisture in her tear ducts uh that doesn't help me under the microscope i slowly pulled them out one after another and um i don't know what type of bees these were actually but they're obviously bees that climb into your eyes and eat tears. Sounds worse than uh, bot flies. They said they feed off sweat and tears from humans and animals. However, they rarely sting unless you like rub them 
in your eyes. How are we? How are we just finding out about these? Huh? They might only be in Taiwan. <laughs> Where the fuck have these things been? I don't know. But if you rub your eyes and you piss them off, they can produce venom, and then you can go blind. But luckily, she didn't rub her eye because she was so afraid of her contact lens breaking. So she actually, like, saved her eye and her eyesight. That's from insane. not rubbing these, but they plucked the bees from her eye, and they were still living. And uh, yeah, I guess you know. Did she crawl into their eyes? She she's not tiny enough. No, oh, okay. No, 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 no. Then the tiny bee, little baby, going to bite the bee eye. But um, yeah, these bees are pretty tiny. I just I don't guess. get how you get four bees in your eyes and be like, ah, god, dust. I got. Maybe if you're riding a bike, I always get bugging, bugs in my eyes when I, riding a bike. I got a metal shard in my eye one time. Yeah? It was the worst experience of my life. Yeah, I got a mosquito in my eye. My mom had to dig it out of their car keys. Are you se- oh, okay. I'm done with you. Let's get into these, let's get into these weird stories because we happened. got weird stories to tell you. It okay? happened. It didn't happen. It happened. Okay, let's get into these stories. So today's story, we will be talking about skinwalkers. Of the Native American lore. Okay. Do you know anything about skinwalkers? Isn't it pretty similar to zombies? No, not at all, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, shapeshifters? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I thought when I originally saw it, I thought the same thing, skinwalkers, because it sounds more zombie-esque than anything, which is actually very appropriate, because what are we drinking, David? We are drinking a 2016 The Walking Dead cab. Which I received for my birthday along with a Game of Thrones cab uh, from my lovely girlfriend, Katie. We're big cab guys. We're, we're great cab guys. And uh, so, although this is not a zombie episode, these are skinwalkers that we're drinking and uh, we will be talking about them. On it's this a podcast. damn good wine. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, Bogle, but... This is good. <laughs> Walking Dead sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I've read all the comics. Um, now, skinwalkers are defined as a person with the ability to transform into any different type of animal at will, most frequently seen as coyotes, wolves, foxes, eagles, owls, or crows. Yep. Okay. But as the Navajo Native American tribe know, there is much more to the creature that lies beneath the surface of the animal skin. Much more darkness and magic. Real quick, did you watch more of uh, Love, Death, and Robots? No, I haven't yet. Oh, shit. There's a really good episode um, that's like werewolves. So there is a Netflix series called Love, Death, and Robots, which is uh, David showed me a f- uh, first episode. It was really, really good. Um, it's an awesome series. It's it's almost like it's like an animated black mirror in a way like each episode's different they're kind of similar like there's slight connections to them but each one is done by a different artist so they're very unique in their own way and they're i think like the longest one is probably 20 minutes and the shortest one's like six and they connect to skinwalkers how no i'm just, i was just talking about there's a werewolf one that's super badass oh fuck okay i'm already i'm already signed up they're marines that are werewolves Okay, I'm already. I'm, you sold me. You sold me already. I'm. Done. But if you haven't I'm checked it out, there. that's a really fucking awesome no. show. Except for well, for whatever reason, they felt it was necessary to have uh, nudity in like every episode. Wait, what? I don't know why you're saying this is like a bad thing. It's just you're like, like I don't get why they have to. I'm like I get it. It just felt a bit forced. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> animation. It's not real nudity. It's exactly. Fake. It's fake. That's what made it weirder. Fake boobs and penises. You know. Yeah, a lot of dong. So. <laughs> 
So, in the Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. Uh, the witch is called, I am very sorry for any of our Native American listeners, but the witch is called Yinaldulushi. Yinaldulushi. Okay. And I do not think I did the right dialect or pronunciation, but by the Navajo... Uh, which translates to, with it, he goes on all fours. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it is just one of the several types of Navajo witches and is considered the most volatile and dangerous. So mm-hmm. these, shape, these shapeshifters, these skinwalkers are the most dangerous of the Navajo witches. And it, it did originate with, I mean, I'm going to get into it right now, but it did originate with the Navajo first. But um, I'll get into it right now. I got a quick question. Yeah, what's up? In the Navajo beliefs, are witches female? Witches can be either... Actually, they are more male than female, okay. if I have to say so. Am I wrong with like thinking when I hear the word witch, I no. think of a female? No, they, yeah. no, no, they can be either in the Native American culture. Um, okay. In... in necessarily skinwalkers they're more identified as male because they're like malevolent and creepy and stuff like that and i feel Mm -hmm. like that's more of like a male trait actually no they're they're females too i guess that are creepy witches but i don't know in american culture i think i feel like the females are the creepy witches and in the navajo culture it seems like the old men seem like the more creepy witches okay um, but yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. So now in Navajo culture, uh, the many other Native American, oh, sorry. Now in Navajo culture and, and many other Native American cultures like Apache, Hopi, and Ute, they recognize witches in both the white and black magic realm. So like I said, there are Apache, Hopi, and, uh, Ute that also believe in, um, skinwalkers, but kind of in like, they have like slight uh deviations uh, on like the lore and stuff like that but they were um you know the navajo were the first to uh you know take it on okay cool so um they recognize witches in both white and black magic realms a white magic witch may come in the form of a healer or a spiritual guide but the black magic aspects are when skinwalkers come into the picture um, in order to become a skinwalker, he or she must be initiated by a secret society which requires the most evil of deeds, which includes the killing of a close family member, most often a sibling. So, I mean, okay. that's kind of like the, if I do, uh, you know, kind of pinpoint that in our culture, it'd be like, uh, can, if you want to join this gang... You gotta jump some. You gotta like. You ever heard of that like legend where you gotta kill somebody to join a gang? Which is not even yeah. a legend, but like I'm sometimes sure, yeah. a real thing. Yeah. So I guess that's very similar in that. We're like, you have Are to you talking commit- about that immortal technique song? Oh my god! Dance dude. with the devil, dude. How do you know I thought of that? I don't know. Okay, I don't want to even tell people to listen to that, but yeah, dance with the devil by immortal technique. Some was- great storytelling in that song. But horrible message. Don't let, that's that's nothing to bump in your car. No. Actually, it's a great message to be like, don't do any of that shit. Yeah, true. So I mean, it's it's a great song, but boy, 
That one will really rattle you. <laughs> Play that with the windows rolled up. Yeah, but yeah, I'm headphones tell you on right now. So headphones for that one. But after you kill your sibling, apparently, um, after this task has been completed, the individual then acquires supernatural powers, which gives them the ability to shape shift shape shift into animals. Actually, it's kind of like a Thanos thing too. Oh, spoilers! But you know, like when you, you Thanos. When you when you drop Thanos, yeah, when Thanos drops and Thanos. Gamera off the off the cliff, you know. But so after you kill your sibling, then you get the shape shifting powers. Uh, most often, they are seen in the form of coyotes, wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, and bears. And I mentioned some other ones before that, but can take the shape of any animal. So it's really any animal, but these are very common ones i guess in native american lore yeah that are i think they all have meaning to them right i also think that they're native i mean they're north american um slash like mexico maybe um top of south america animals okay so it's kind of like what you're surrounded by yeah that they would take the shape shift of yeah and uh so and they might also represent stuff i mean I know in like regular Native American culture they do, but I don't know about like black magic culture, you know. So um, they then wear the skins of the animals they transform into, hence the name Skinwalker. Sometimes they also uh, wore animal skulls or antlers atop their heads, which brought them more power. They chose what animal they wanted to turn into depending on the abilities needed for a particular task, such as speed, strength, endurance, stealth, claws, and teeth, which are not um, necessarily abilities, claws, or teeth. They're just kind of like their advantages. Yeah. You know? but Part um, of the arsenal. But yeah, exactly. Like It's kind of like Beast Boy. If I, okay. uh, yeah. you know, if you need claws and teeth, you turn into a saber tooth, you know, yeah. that's what you do. So because of this, the Navajo consider it taboo for its members to wear the pelt of any predatory animal. However, sheepskin, leather and buckskin are acceptable, which is really interesting. I, I did not know that. That might be strictly toward the Navajo more than any other Native American tribe. Okay. But... I like they don't wear wolf skin. They don't wear. I think that's a thing of uh, like honor. Like, like they they respect the animals. Like they don't want to like disrespect them by. Um, but I don't know. I, I I don't know anything about it. I so. disagree because I learned that as a respect to the animal, once they use the whole body, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, it would be really disrespectful to not use the skin as a blanket, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to keep warm. The Native American used every single part of the animal, and they didn't waste anything Yeah. to show that, like, I don't want just the skin, I'm going to use every single part, yeah. and you didn't go to waste, you know, because... You know, nowadays we, we're pretty good at that where we just kill a deer and then we just take its antlers and we're like, cool antlers, huh? And, or you like mount the head on the, you know, I, yeah. you know stuff like that. So Trophies. Um, exactly. Now, the skinwalkers are also able to take possession of the bodies of human victims if a person locks eyes with them. Hey man, humans are animals too, baby. Hey, I guess, yeah, I mean, we always think that we're we're a little bit above the, you know... We're above the cur- we're ahead of the curve on this whole evolution thing. But... Well, we've got thumbs. That's it. <laughs> That's what separates us. Our thumbs. 
It's that's it. It, it, it kind of is. Oh, I could play PlayStation. I'll trade my thumbs for a good old tail that I can control. Tails are interesting. <laughs> my girlfriend's always like, "Hey, watch out for the cat. The tail's going wild right now." I'm like, "That's weird." I don't have to deal with tails. My dog doesn't really have one. It's kind of like a subconscious. Yeah, I always forget about tails. It's just not a part of my life. <laughs> I, they're for balance, correct? They're for wagging and showing you they're having a good time. That's I don't it. know. Oh, anyway. Um, so, uh, after taking control, the witch can make its victims do and say things that they wouldn't otherwise. So, once you lock eyes with them... Mm-hmm. You know, like this magic moment, like what we're doing right now. I'm, I'm seriously, I. That's weird that we locked up. I am David Stokes. <laughs> I sound like that. Um. So yeah, once you lock eyes, it can make you do and say things that you would not normally do, which is a terrifying concept because it is polite to make eye contact. Yeah. In makes you wonder American culture, and I probably assume Native American culture is also polite. You know. I think in most cultures it's polite but i don't know i don't know about china because i know it's like disrespectful to make eye contact with elders or something like that really i could be completely racist you could just be offending right everyone but yeah you know, but know. i know that you're i think you're not supposed to okay i it's like elders are like you know can i well, have permission to look i'm not gonna eyes? take your word on it but i will respect <laughs> your i will respect what you're thinking <laughs> Don't, don't go spouting this off to people, but, like, you know, do your own independent research. Yeah. If you go to China, you know, just think about it. So, just be re- real shifty with your eyes. Yeah, exactly. So just glance up, glance down, glance up. So um, once they were shape-shifted, one way that others could tell that they were not a real animal is that their eyes are very different than those of an animal. So if you see a little raccoon running by... You can make it. See, that's the thing. I almost hit a raccoon with my bike the other day. Uh, that's not even a thing. It ran out of a bush. <laughs> so, but what I was going to say is that, like, uh, these shapeshifters, these these skinwalkers, can possess you if if you make eye contact with them. But if then you also have to check if they're a skinwalker by making eye contact with them. That's, a, that's what we call a lose-lose situation. <laughs> it's really shitty. Really so, putting a corner on that inst- one. Instead, their eyes are very human and not animal-like. When the, and it says and when the lights are shined on them, they turn bright red. So, it's really hard to check if a skinwalker is a skinwalker because if you're like, "Oh, yeah, he totally is." Oh, oh shit, I'm a I'm a skitwalker now, like, too. Is that, is that that bitch with the sneakers? Is that Medusa? <laughs> no! <laughs> so it says, alternately, when uh, when they're in human form, their eyes look more like animals. So is that safe to stare at them in the eyes? Are it's you... a sign of respect to stare at an animal in the eyes. <laughs> no, it's not. I go to Petco, so... and I stare at all, all of those reptiles in the eye. <laughs> so, but, like, is it safer when they're, like, in human form to, like, like, will you become a victim of the skinwalker if they're in human form and you look at them in the eyes? Okay, first and they of all, have cat eyes in their fucking head. First of all, do they are the are these skinwalkers attacking people? I mean, we can get into that. Well, that's that's what I'm asking. Is it's like? I mean, here's the thing. It doesn't, should he be more afraid of it attacking you or making eye contact with it? It seems like it attacks people when it needs to attack people because, as we will figure out later on, 
there is also kind of a lore slash legend behind the fact that when they kill somebody, that they take on their years to live. So they need to kill to live. Okay, that makes sense. Which is kind of a weird thing. I don't know. I think that makes more sense. Yeah. So It gives it a purpose. So if you're curious about how you become a skinwalker, let's get into it. So the evil society of witches gather in dark caves or secluded places for several purposes. To initiate new members, plot their activities, harm people from a distance with black magic, and perform dark ceremonial rites. I mean, why else would you go into a cave? We talked about caves a lot on this podcast. We like caves. We know what goes down in caves. We know it's not good. We know it's little, you know. Yeah, give us a, a good reason to go into a cave at this point. Yeah, and and we're about to get into the main thing that I feel like goes on in caves besides just death in general. Okay. And it goes like this. You're going to hear you're going to hear the word that I say almost on every podcast and I don't mean to Every episode. Okay, there we go. Um, the evil doers are also set to engage in a lot of these are really weird, but and also horrible. The evil doers are also said to engage in necrophilia with mm. female corpses. Mm-hmm. So that goes to show you that there are mostly male witches okay. or lesbian witches. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's a necrophilia female corpse which is horrible um commit cannibalism there we go that's the that's the trigger word right there um incest and uh grave robberies and apparently like skinwalkers can like dig up graves like really really fast apparently yeah they just turn into a beagle that's what they're like known for is digging up graves very fast they can turn into a tonka truck oh one of those Tonka trucks at the park where you get to mm-hmm. like pick up the bark with Do the all little of levers yep. and levers. Um, so during these gatherings, the skinwalkers shapeshift into into their animal forms or go about naked, wearing only beaded jewelry and ceremonial paint. Uh, the leaders of the skinwalkers is usually an old man who is a very powerful and long-lived skinwalker. So it goes to show you again. Most of these black magic skinwalkers are men and naked men covered in beads and paint. So Burning Man. Bur- <laughs> you make a valid point. I mean, a lot of these are happening in Arizona, but like California deserts close to Arizona. Where where do they do Burning Man? I never thought like I've never actually like looked that up. Uh I don't know. Middle of nowhere? burning man like oh that's a man on fire oh god i'm I'm kidding um it's held in black rock city oh that sounds cool yeah it does but basically middle of nowhere california okay in the desert and it sounds like you could get some pretty good black magic going there definitely some really good acid definitely oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah so um (laughs) i always thought it was in like nevada or something no no that's a that's a cow. Nevada don't put up with that shit. No? No. All right. No, they're... No. Mm. You're trying to say they have standards now, huh? Okay. No, they have guns. That's what they have. <laughs> oh, okay. They fucking shoot you from a distance. So, uh, skinwalkers also have their own powers, including reading others' minds, controlling their thoughts and behavior, 
causing disease and illness, and just oh, destroying property and even death. So I mean, they they got a little bit of everything going for them. It shows black magic is strong and fun, if I may say so. It's kind of like the Sith. Honestly, I read an article and they were talking about how there's like white and black magic, and they're like, it's very Jedi esque, and I was like. Well, I'm, I'm sure there could be an aspect that the Jedi stuff is based off of this. Oh, I mean, I feel like Jedi stuff is based off of every single culture ever, like yin and yang mm-hmm. and white magic, black magic type stuff. Exactly. You know what I mean? So um, those who have talked of their encounters with these evil beings describe a number of ways to know if a skinwalker is near. They make sounds around homes, such as knocking on windows, banging on walls, and scraping noises on the roof. I don't like any of those. (laughs) I hear those nightly. I don't like those. It's pretty generic sounds, too. It's not like you. it makes the sound of a jingle bell in a sock, and you're like, oh, shit, I've heard that. Like, everyone's heard, like, their house settling, so don't, don't jump to conclusions yet. But on some occasions, they have been uh, spot. They have been spied peering through windows. More often, they appear in front of vehicles, though, in hopes of causing a serious accident. So sometimes they're just peeking through a little window, mm-hmm. checking on you. Sometimes they're running out in front of cars, which is almost a cop out at that point because you know that animals sometimes do that, and they're like. Oh, fuck, that was a skinwalker trying to crash my Chevy. God, I can't tell you how many times a fucking deer, growing up in Eugene, Oregon, how many times a goddamn deer ran out in front of my car. I never many, hit one. How many times have you actually had that, like, incident? Oh, when I lived, when, like, growing up from the age of 16 to 19, like, driving, mm-hmm. it was at least three times a week. Are you serious? Well, the the deer population where my parents live is, like, pretty dense. And you always hit the brakes in time. Yeah. Eh. They're, Wait, they're what? Qu- they're quick. Wait. <laughs> Why do you say, eh, like, you hit one? Did you hit one? I never hit one, but it came close. Like, sometimes, like, you don't have the time to hit the brakes. Uh, I feel really bad. They're... And it's actually, I'm pretty sure it's safer just to hit a deer than it is to avoid it. They say that, like, you shouldn't yeah. swerve. But also, like, those things cause massive damage. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. So, um, let's, uh, yeah, let's go. So, its supernatural powers are uncanny as they are said to run faster than a car and have the ability to jump high cliffs. Kind of similar to a little melon head. I was about to say, anything that can run faster than a car is hilarious to me. <laughs> so, um, anything that can run faster than a car but shouldn't be able to run faster than a car is hilarious funny. to me. It's yeah. very Like funny. a cheetah, that's cool. Not funny, but like, it's the only thing that's cool, right? A house cat. Fast outrunning <laughs> fucking ferrari is that's, hilarious that's good um so they're extremely fast agile impossible to catch and leave tracks that are larger than those of any animal when they have been seen they have been described as not quite human and not fully animal they're usually <laughs> uh, sorry, oh, I, that, I, that, I, that wolf is not quite human <laughs> <laughs> you know well like i feel like there's a, there's a little bit of a of a gray area where you know, it's like a hum- It's like a wolf with like some human hands or something like that. Where real nice cut of blue jeans, or like you see, or uh, uh, okay. So I have to tell you this: some of the stories I read were no, not a nice cut of blue jeans. <laughs> fuck you. 
<laughs> but some of the stories that they constantly say is that they see like a kind of a human face on an animal a little bit and yeah. it's really like disturbing it's or haunting. or usually the animal runs away on its hind legs i'm not even <laughs> kidding which is which is kind of funny <laughs> but they, though, seriously bipedal man oh man you ever you know seen watch a, out for those bipedal wolves you ever seen a bearded dragon sprint oh yeah, yeah. on those their are, hind legs it's hilarious terrifying <laughs> terrifying in the most cute way i guess i yeah. don't know i don't like anything that runs on a hind legs that isn't a human it gives me a chimpanzees you know, like ostriches those aren't even hind legs those are their only legs <laughs> true um so uh when they're seen they're described as not quite human not quite fully animal and they're usually naked but some have uh, reported seeing the creature wearing tattered shirts or jeans. I guess you're right. Yeah, Fuck. And that's okay. kind of blue jeans. I guess you're right. We got some uh, Fuck you. some wranglers on them. <laughs> Shit. So the skinwalkers kill out of greed, anger, envy, spite, or revenge. Uh, it also robs graves for personal wealth and to collect much-needed ingredients for use in black magic. So, you know, if you got a little sage down in that... Night grave or mm-hmm. a little gold locket? An eye of Newt? I. My grandpa's buried with a couple eyes of Newt. That's a smart man. Mm-hmm. So, smart man. <laughs> so, these witches live on the unexpired lives of their victims and they must continually kill or perish themselves. So, that's what I was talking about, where they live on the unexpired lives of their victims. So, I guess. I guess you could say. Which way would you go with it? Would you say they received the years lived or they they received the years that were supposed to be lived under the assumption that um, fate or, or like free choice is not a thing and we live to a certain age no matter what? You know what I mean? I would hope it's years lived so they'd be picking off, you know, 90-year-olds and not nine-day-olds. Yes. I agree. Where where they would go for the older person? Yeah. Morally, I would hope it was someone who had lived a good time. Yeah, both are very vulnerable and easy to get. I yes, I feel like so. Um, but I do have some good news for you. I like good news. You can apparently kill these skinwalkers. Yeah. How would you so. think that you would kill these skinwalkers? You listeners at home or in your car, how would you think that you kill these skinwalkers? Um. Remember, there's a I'm lot of rule magic out. involved. Yeah, I'm gonna rule out silver bullets. That's that was my immediate thought. Was like, oh, but I'm assuming these bullet. are older than firearms. Um, let's go with fire, wooden stakes. Okay, that's a good guess. But I say that these are a little bit harder. Sex. How did you guess? <laughs> how, how did you know? Unprotected sex. It's almost as if this has been a giant metaphor for unprotected (laughs) sex. No, you you kill them by calling out their true human name, which is very hard. If you see a wolf in blue jeans with a mustache, Eric, Sam, Steve. (laughs) Oh, I I literally almost wrote in this. I was like, which means that you should definitely get a baby book of Navajo common names because, like, I'd just be like, Poeway, what's up? Whoa, did you just make that up or did you Google it? Is it bad if I you didn't? <laughs> Can we say you just Googled it? I... <laughs> it's 
sounds more Hawaiian than anything. I like how I think it just sounds bad. If you just like went with it, nobody would question this right now. But well, you're just like you should have given me a, a red flag. You should let it me know. It sounds Hawaiian. I'm I'm ignorant, but um, Jesus. Yeah, you know I don't know. Just throw out a name. Just throw out a name. Right now, do it. Give Michael. me a Navajo name. I, I don't know him. I'm not gonna make one up. That's <laughs> okay. where you offend people. <laughs> I need to, I need somebody to join this club with me. Anyway, if you're not going to, fuck. Oh, that is a bad Navajo name. That fuck. fuck. Okay. Well, so so uh, most forms of skinwalker sightings can be found in the form of an animal, or like I said earlier, an animal or undead human doing its bidding. So sometimes they they possess undead humans. Did I say that before? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they they sometimes possess undead humans, which is kind of like. I guess the skinwalker zombie thing we were going mm-hmm. for. Yeah. But every once in a while, there is a special case in which a skinwalker may take over a living human by locking eyes and carrying out an unspeakable act. This is the story of that particular case. So I have one case really quickly. All right. Um, of of a, a skinwalker case. I guess you could say. Okay. So in June of 1987 in Flagstaff, Arizona, the body of a Navajo woman named Sarah Saganitzo, Saganitzo was found behind the building of the Flagstaff Medical Center where she worked. She was found naked, bruised, and beaten almost beyond identification and covered in blood having suffered numerous fatal stab wounds to the upper torso. It also seemed that someone or something had appeared to have bitten off her left breast in the altercation. So, like, very savagely murdered in the desert-ish area behind the hospital. So, Sarah Saganitzo was one of the housekeepers for the hospital and was said to have been working her first ever night shift that night when she went missing. Her car was actually found parked on the east wing of the hospital, and her body was found on the rocky hillside to the west. So she okay. wasn't even, like, technically walking to her car. Okay. Or if this happened, somebody or something had no dragged good. her yeah. very, very, like, far. You know, I don't know. A hospital is pretty big, you know. So um, George Abney, a former English professor at Northern Arizona University, was arrested and charged with her murder quickly after due to the fact that Abney claimed to his friends and acquaintances that he was having bizarre, vivid dreams about killing a woman recently. Abney later confessed to the murder, but in his testimony, he was stated as saying that he was having trouble distinguishing reality from fantasy. So I know that you're probably thinking, like, oh, he just thought like he had a dream about killing a woman, but they matched the teeth marks, and they seemed to have matched to the teeth marks on her body oh damn okay because originally i was thinking like okay maybe someone murdered her and then wildlife started you know biting at her oh i know i I see what you mean yeah uh, like they some coyotes or something i think they knew that it was a person because of the fact that like they were human teeth marks okay but he was telling people he's like yeah i have a feeling that he's like i had a dream that i like killed this woman at this hospital in this area and people were like oh somebody died there and he's like uh, uh, JK, 
uh, dreams, dreams be crazy, huh? Yeah, it's, it's a joke. Yeah, so, so, but when the trial came around, Abney confessed that he believed that he was receiving prophecies from God because he was like a devout Christian, and he said, "Like I'm receiving prof, I'm receiving prophecies from God. Uh, that's what, like, I killed this woman. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. I don't know if I did or not, but." His defense lawyer brought up another possibility. He claimed that the woman murdered, Saganitso, may have been attacked by a skinwalker since she was a member of the Navajo tribe. Okay. Also, a broken stick across her neck and a clump of grass believed to have been from a graveyard left near her truck had been among the defense's evidence that there had been some form of black magic behind the brutal slain. So they found like these telltale Navajo signs yeah. of black magic or something like that. And they believed that uh, uh, Abney, I think his name was Abney, Arbney, Abney was possessed by a skinwalker. He, uh, lo- he locked God. eyes with the skinwalker yeah. and he became possessed and he did their bidding for them. That's why he's like, I don't really remember anything. I mean, honestly, he should have just played fucking insanity or something like that. Yeah. But his lawyer went for this defense. I don't know if this was dealt on a reservation or not. But unfortunately for Abney and his lawyer, his defense didn't work since the teeth marks on Saganito's left breast appearing to have matched Abney's and that and that his unusual dreams were more of a confession than any kind of evidence supporting the skinwalker theory. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, this is not flying. So to wrap this up, a year later though, Abney was acquitted and cleared of all charges. Wow. Yeah. And Sagnito's family said that they believe in Abney's innocence and the case was reopened in 1988 but was never resolved and the murder remains unsolved to this day. Damn. So I'll I'll wrap it up with this. So next time you find yourself out in the cold desert of Arizona at the crack of midnight wrestling a wild coyote, remember to keep that full Nelson tight because you never know when that desert dog could turn into an old naked man covered in paint, making you relive summer camp all over again. Yikes. You, you love those little sign-offs. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I don't know. It it's, shows. It's my bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> but how crazy that the family of the woman was like, no, nah, we're good. No, he didn't do it. It was definitely a skinwalker. Yeah. Or something. somebody else. And they're like, I'm no, sure his, he was relieved. They're like, his teeth marks match. And they're like, nah. Nah. That's what I'm guessing because um, on Native American um, uh, lands, you know, uh, reservations, Mm -hmm. they don't have to abide by government laws. Yeah. So they usually have their own uh, form of um, trial and stuff like that if you commit a murder or something like that. on. What was that show that was on? Was it on Netflix? The Bloodline? No. No. I don't know. I really don't. It was a really good show. Fuck. Wow. You're not helping us at all. Um, had the guy who played the new version of um, RoboCop. He was Rick Flagg in Suicide Squad. Oh, I don't know his name. I like that actor. Yeah, I don't know his name, though. It was a really good, uh, like, 
crime show. Was it about like a Native American? Yeah, a murder on Native American lands. Yeah, reservation. Oh, okay. Well, it was a, it was a Native American girl that died at like they they found her body and then it was like they were kind of taught they were they were the police that were caught between the line of like it being the reservation's issue and like not theirs. It's it's a really interesting like political science type yeah. like idea of of a government within a government and the jurisdiction that you cannot cross and if there's a murder on a reservation it it falls to the reservation and like i don't know it's yeah. very interesting you know it's an know. interesting line of uh like justice i guess like it's yeah i mean you just hope that the, the reservation has like a you know a a a due justice a justice system or you might be screwed you know yeah but like who says our justice system is so is so perfect oh it sure shit isn't so yeah i don't don't know yeah there's a lot of questions in there and uh not a lot of answers and a lot of skinwalkers in our government so (laughs) yeah what you think a skinwalker is gonna come down as a uh lizard person lp a lizard is an animal it is. So, I mean, are lizard people skinwalkers, or are they just born lizards? I don't you know. know, I don't, you know, that's a hard one, because they're not we'll lizards, out. they're lizard people. We'll find out soon enough, won't we? Yeah, we will. Once we infiltrate the cloud people. Um. So, I'm going to tell you about the legend named Pedro Rodriguez Filo. Filo? Do you know about him? I know nothing about him. He's a legend? Oh, yeah. I feel like I should know about him. Well, he's a Brazilian legend, living legend. Um, And at the end of this, you'll probably think, wow, I should have known about him. Oh, living legend's a great, great rap group. Yeah. Um, So Pedro was born June 17th, 1954, which makes him now uh, 64. And uh, he was born in Santa Rita do Sapacuia in Brazil. He was born on a farm, but um, did not have a very great childhood um, before he was even born. Because when he was born, he had a bruised skull as a result <laughs> from his father. This isn't funny. <laughs> it was a result from his father kicking his mother in the stomach um, oh. during a fight while she was pregnant. Oh, is this real? Is this a legend? No, this is real. Oh, no. And uh, um, with no surprise, as... It usually does. Uh, early brain trauma can lead to some very interesting futures for people. They they always say that, like, serial killers, you know, like, they usually have, like, a massive head trauma when they're a child. Yeah. And then that's how, I mean, that's one of, like, the telltale signs besides, like, you know, bedwetting and, you know, kept lighting things on fire and killing yeah. animals. Yeah, I mean, not, not everybody who has head trauma as a child becomes a murderer, but... I mean, you... It's it's you like fucking melon head. It's like the classic saying, um not every not not all white people die in a uh hot air balloon accident, but everybody who dies in a hot air balloon accident is a white person. Oh wow, I've never heard that. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Did you just make that up? <laughs> no, I've heard that. That's, that's a real that's, thing. That's a real thing. I mean it's a joke, obviously. It's fairly true. Yeah. I've never been in a hot air balloon. I will never get in one of those they fucking things. They scared the shit out of me. Yeah, fuck that. I would get in one if I had a parachute on my back. Yeah? I still wouldn't. I don't trust my parachute. It would be kind of nice to die in a basket, right? Just delivered in, to hell in a handbasket? If you put it that way. 
So uh, Pedro has been compared to a television character from the United States. Who can I guess? I'm going to ask you to guess in a moment. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And it's because of his similarities to this character, and uh, and that's what makes him my topic for today. So would you like to guess which oh character I'm talking about? I would about? love to guess. And you guys at home or in your car, you can guess too. Yeah, we'll give you a second. Okay, so I'm gonna, I am gonna. I have two people come to mind I know right exactly now. at least one of them. Okay, who, who do you think I'm going to say? Walter White. Wow, I, how do you know I was going to say because that? Because you are obsessed with Breaking Bad, but I that's love, not that's not the answer. I was going to also say maybe Hannibal Lecter. No. And I guess the last one I would say, it's an American um, yeah. TV character? Movie character? TV. TV character. Oh, man, this is a toughie. Recent TV, old TV? Recent recent Mm -hmm. um probably ended in like 2013 oh shit really good show oh my god i don't wait i don't even know is it like a horror show i wouldn't call it that but you i guess to some people it would be oh i feel so stupid tell me the one and only dexter morgan oh Dexter! Damn, that's the one I should have guessed. Actually, I didn't watch the full series. Uh, I just started watching it recently, and I got got up to the uh, Trinity Killer. And after that season, everyone tells me that it gets really downhill. I mean, you you should finish it. But yeah, honestly, I I loved the entire series until like the last episode, and it was kind of like, ah, fuck. Okay, okay. So... Um, that should probably give you a good idea of what our man Pedro had going on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, Pedro, AKA, um, paid Rijo Matador, which translates into killer Petey is, and I'm saying is because he's still alive, a Brazilian serial killer who pursued and killed other criminals and others he deemed bad. Okay. So if you haven't seen the show Dexter, it's about a serial killer who kills other serial killers. He's a forensic scientist, so he figures out who is these, who are the serial killers and then takes care of them himself because he doesn't believe in his own justice system. He doesn't also just kill serial killers. He kills, like, pedophiles. Oh, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody who's morally wrong, which is, like, ironic Monsters. because he's morally wrong, but he's doing it for a just cause. So he's like, yeah, exactly. You yeah. get it. So at the age of 13, Pedro almost killed his cousin while in a fight, nearly pushing him into a sugar cane press. But not much longer, at the age of 14, Pedro had his first kill. And, mm. um, yeah. Hold up. Did you just say 14? At 14 years young, wow. he killed the deputy mayor of his town. What? By shooting him um, in front of the city hall with a shotgun. After uh, the deputy mayor fired his father, a school guard, accusing him of stealing school lunches. And um, <laughs> then he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so then he not only killed the deputy... or Sorry, the deputy mayor. He also killed the guy who was actually, like, the, the thief. The only thing I'm picturing right now... It's Chris Farley eating all the school lunches and Billy Madison on the side of the bus. I tell you what, it's that you know, goddamn he... Sasquatch. <laughs> you ate all those lunches with that goddamn Sasquatch. If um, peanut pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Consider me Pedro. 
Um, shit. Okay, so like, he was just was he stealing lunches? Do you, the, do you the, have any confirmation on that? The father wasn't. Um, but he he. Uh, you can't confirm it because the fucker's dead. But <laughs> yeah, I would assume that that guy was doing it. Yeah. Wait, um, wait, you thought the guy who got shot the shotgun was stealing lunches? No, no, no. That was the guy that fired his father. After he killed him, he went and found the guy who was actually doing the stealing and killed him too. Are you fucking serious? Kid's kind of a fucking badass. Okay, wait. Who was stealing the lunches though? Um, like one of his coworkers. Why the fuck would you steal kids' lunches? And by the way. Imagine dying for stealing kids' lunches. Yeah. They're not even good. Don't cross this, dude. Hey, maybe they were, though. I mean, they're mostly like PB&Js. Yeah. Let's not get ourselves here. So, after these murders, Pedro took refuge in the greater Sao Paulo, you know, Brazil. Yeah. Um, where he began robbing people. Uh, wait, no. That's right. He started robbing drug dens and killing drug traffickers. Okay, I mean, super uh, badass. In I'm a way. like, yeah, I'm like not even mad because, <laughs> we, like, we know that like there's like a lot of drugs going on in Brazil, and you know why not? Why not? There's some pretty bad crime going kill on. Kill some Brazil. bad drug dealers. Yeah, I I'm all, I'm on Pedro's side right now. Yeah, it's what's that saying? It's like what, what? you're doing is bad. No, it, that Can doesn't I, make you a bad person. I I guess. Yeah. It's like for how did he get out of killing the the, the he, he ran. deputy? He ran. Oh, okay. That's why he ended up in the other place. Hey, okay. Um, so it was here that Pedro met <laughs> met uh, one of the widows of the leaders of the traffickers, and they became a duo. You know, a little bit of a romantic couple. A little Bonnie and Clyde, right there. Yeah, and her nickname was Batinha. <gasps> Bonnie. No, Batinha. Okay. Which. I regret doing it because I was like, oh, that's kind of a pretty name, whatever. And, of course, I Googled it. Uh-oh. Um, and do you want to guess what the Portuguese translate is? Batina? Yeah. Uh, can you spell that for me real quick? B-O-T-I-N-H-A. Bo-tin-ha. Fly vagina. Translates into booty. <laughs> was I close? <laughs> pretty close. About an inch away. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say an inch or two. <laughs> um, okay, okay. Yeah, so Pedro stayed in that area and continued to take out criminals until the police had caught his uh, batiha and executed her. Oh, no, they caught her? They caught her and uh, executed her. Okay, but was she killing before she met him? I don't... She was just like, hey, here's a partner. Like, did he kind of rope her into that? I don't think it ever actually said that she killed people, but I think it was more like she knew of people for him to kill. Oh, Being... so she was like his agent. Yeah, kind of like the intel. And, um, so yeah, so they executed her, but Pedro escaped and recruited and kind of formed a little army with some soldiers and set up his own business of sorts. In his desperation to get revenge for his murdered lover, he tortured and killed several people trying to get the answers and names of the men responsible for the death. The man believed to be responsible for the death uh, for setting her up received a visit from uh, Killer Petey and four of his friends during a wedding party. The five men left seven dead and 16 wounded 
And you ready for the craziest shit about all this right now? That's some like Godfather shit. You know what's insane? Uh, okay, wait. What's what's more insane than going after the guy and leaving seven dead and how many wounded? Sixteen at a wedding party. Yeah, tell me what's more crazy than that. Motherfucker wasn't even eighteen at this point. What? Yeah. How fucking insane is that? Holy shit! Yeah. I don't want to say ruthless. I don't want to say very cool because he is killing people. He shot a lot of people who probably weren't involved in setting up his. It's like it's kind of a weird middle ground where you're like shooting people who are catching criminals, but like you have an attachment to the criminal, so you feel like it's unjust. But like they're a criminal. But I also like to think that at this wedding party, it was just criminals there. I feel like when you're like wrapped up in an organization like that like true they could have all been a part of this gang okay i'm but, kind of trying to make a like a better side of it yeah yeah let's which is just kind of to our conscience right kind of just throwing one out there okay i like it um but so this part gets a little dark was the devil marrying hitler exactly um yeah so this gets a little dark pedro uh you know still uh still in the area uh finds out that his father had killed his mother with 21 machete blows and uh, hold up yeah hold up i mean obviously his father is a piece of shit because he beat up his pregnant mom and stole a bunch of lunches (laughs) no his dad did i don't think his dad his dad probably did it okay (laughs) (laughs) that's the point i'm trying that's the point i'm trying to get at is that we're like oh we lead off with (laughs) His dad kicked his mother in the stomach, and then we lead, and then we go into his dad got accused of stealing lunches. I'm like, oh, that's what he got accused. Of. Yeah, <laughs> he got accused of stealing fucking lunches, and then and then all of a sudden they find out that he actor. Wait, what? Say that one more time. Yeah, he, I need to process this. He killed the mother, um, and the uh, autopsy would reveal that her death came with 21 machete blows. Did she steal his lunch? Maybe, <laughs> but so. I didn't, from what I read, it wasn't very clear about this, but the way I'm picturing it is that um, Pedro had the power to go into a prison because his his father was in jail. Okay. And while he was in jail, Pedro, um, he was a man who had deep love for his mother and his, and his ex-lover. He, he loved women. Like he had like a soft spot for the women in his life. Okay. And, um... Being that his father had killed his mother with 21 machete blows, he stabbed his father 22 times and um, in while he was in prison. So somehow he got into that prison without being arrested and did this. It's a uh, visitation. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that, that's some li- that's some Lizzie Borden shit, right? Is that how you pronounce her name? Lizzie Borden? Borden. I don't know. I don't what? know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I got a story for another time. Yep. Yeah, for you. So the the twenty two stabs weren't the worst part about this. He, um, you know, he ripped out his father's heart and chewed it apart and spat it out. So now he's stealing lunches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Wait. Wait. So he's in a prison doing this. Okay. And then I think he just walked out. Like I think. By the way, like Brazilian prisons, I I don't want to like assume anything, but I've watched 
some documentaries, mm-hmm. especially about prisons. Yeah. And I hear Brazilian prisons are not necessarily the worst. They're actually the best if you're, like, top dog and well-respected by other people in the prison. Are you talking about that show that's on Netflix where the guy went into the prisons? Yes. Yeah, I watched, I watched like, an episode two of that. It was yeah, really interesting. Too. And um, But, like, if you're, like, a, if you offend other people, like, you, you're a lazy slob, you don't do your dishes, or you're seen as, like, a, a piece of shit, like a pedophile or something like that, they will literally cut off your head in, like, two seconds. Yeah. And apparently rip... Do you think that that Pedro was really pissed about this fact because his whole murder spree and his like running away from the police was basically because of his father being accused of stealing lunches and then his father went and killed his mother who he probably loved more than his father with oh, 22 yeah. with 21 fucking blows from a machete it's like that's it's probably a culmination of that that's why he did like the thing about like chewing yeah. out his, he chewed his fucking heart yeah and spat it out at least he spat it out yeah he didn't swallow it but still what the fuck man yeah oh so brutal pedro was eventually arrested for the first time on may 24th of uh, 73 and uh he's lived most of his adult life in prison uh but <laughs> being in prison is like being in a candy shop for pedro so he didn't get out of that chewing the heart scenario? You know, I, it didn't say what he actually got arrested for. I think it was more like they finally just like caught him and arrested him because he had been killing a lot of people. Okay. Um, I don't know if there's one specific thing that he got arrested for. That was probably a, probably a big red flag that yeah. like, we probably have to catch this guy now. But, I mean, he was also just like taking out all these other people. True, um, but like that made him look way worse in their eyes because like – they're supposed to be well, pre- made them look bad too. That's what I meant. No, no, yeah. that, that like they're supposed to be protecting these prisoners, and he like walked in front of them, killed their guy, tore out his heart, chewed it up, spit it out, and walked out. Yeah, and they're like, oh shit, this makes like the police force, the guards, the prison system that makes us all look like way worse than just like yeah. killing a random person. Yeah, but so like what I was saying, this is like being a kid in the candy shop for Pedro because again, who did he love killing? Bad criminals. Exactly. Um, so it ha- it was said in a police report that uh, when he's being transported to the prison, he- him and another prisoner were in a one of those like prisoner cars, both handcuffed. And when they got to the prison, the other guy was dead. How I I need to... I there's no details and Pedro oh. admitted to killing the man justifying the murder was saying the fact that he was a rapist. Did he need to admit to killing him? No, but he <laughs> said they're they like open. He's he's just like yeah I killed him and they're like why he's like he's a rapist. That's, uh, like I've said before in the past. I watch a lot of lockup. I watch a lot of lockdown and lock side to side and lock. <laughs> You know, every Upside other, down, yeah. every other way, you know, and one of the biggest things that like they always talk about is how these people who are sexual offenders, most likely rapists, pedophiles, you know, stuff like that, they have to be put on a special yard because that's the one uh, also women abusers and stuff like that. Yeah. That's the one thing that prisoners do not tolerate how yeah tolerate is that kind of stuff so they will kill you or stab you within seconds of like them finding out that you you know did this and stuff so they really really hate that and i feel like pedro's the ultimate 
if they were running for president, he would be their their candidate, you know? Yeah. So he's he's you know, cleaning up the the prison system, I guess. Yeah. So it's hard to speculate how many kills he had before he was actually in prison. Some say upwards of 60 or so. Wow. And uh when he was uh put through the you know the whole legal thing he was sentenced up to 126 years of imprisonment Holy but Jesus. was to be released because in brazilian law it prohibits anyone from spending more than 30 years behind bars uh, yep uh, yeah that's a thing how they sentenced him to 126 years now? i think it was more of just like a on paper kind of thing it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. Well, actually, we talked about this, too, with the whole um, cannibal, German cannibal guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what his name is, but um, he, I, I think in Germany, they they, they believe in, like, a, a maximum amount of years being, like, kind of lower. Because mm-hmm. they feel like you're rehabilitated after a certain amount yeah. of time. Unless, like, uh, like the, the other alternative is, like... 200 years behind bars and it's like that's more of an american type thing where like you're never getting out ever you know yeah. what i mean so i don't know it's, it's an interesting concept yeah Where like do you learn your lesson are you allowed to live your life after taking somebody else's i don't know yeah i really don't know and i don't know if there had to be an aspect to it to like who he was killing because it you know he was still killing yeah drug traffickers and rapists and shit like that bad people yeah so he would eventually actually kill forty-seven people while in jail. Oh, uh, <clears throat> yep, and he would. I need to clear my throat on this. Yeah, one. he killed sixty out of jail, correct? Or yes, prison. I guess you could say. Well, okay. So they believe his grand total was somewhere like somewhere around a hundred. Good God! Yeah, sixty out of prison. 40 in prison. Yeah, they can confirm 47 in jail that they know. Holy shit. Of course. I mean, those are the ones that there was like, hey, where's Ted? And be like, Ted's not coming out. Oh, yeah. No, his heart's chewed half to death and uh, fucking out of his body. Yeah. Um, That's insane. Yeah. That does he get 30 year consecutives on top of that? Like, does he restart his 30 fucking years every single time? He would rack up to 400 years in prison. But then he was released in 2007. <laughs> Explain that to me. Yeah, I don't. I, it does not make any sense to me at all. I don't get it. The Brazilian uh, legal, like, the the whole thing is does not make sense. 400 years in prison. He got so he's out right now. He's been well, out. He was out. Um, but we'll get into that. According to fellow prisoners, uh, Pedro was a phenomenon of survival uh most prisoners wouldn't even survive the maximum of 30 years that could be part of it too is that people like just didn't li- like they would just get killed so in he prison. served his full 30 years yes even killing people on top of that they're like we're not gonna add yeah <sighs> i don't so, get th- that's that's a flaw that's a flaw right yeah okay but uh i mean he was just he was saving the country money. I mean, honestly, it's kind of like the the idea of like it, it, it's it's kind of true in that sense where like the, he is yeah. saving the money, but like you saw in that documentary how lax those prison systems oh, are. Yeah, there's like dogs roaming around the yard. There's yeah. people playing soccer. They're not wearing any kind of uniform. They're wearing their normal clothes. They have dishes. they let them deal they out have... themselves. Exactly. It's almost like an apartment complex it's, a, it's basically just the dorms it's a shitty apartment complex inside of a 
of a place where you can't leave. Yeah. Basically. So one prisoner uh, talked about at one time, Pedro was attacked by five prisoners, killing three of them and chasing two away. Whoa. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> and uh, Pedro also killed uh, one of his cellmates because he snored too much. Okay, that's fucked up. And another one because he didn't like his face. And I feel like at one point, you just have to do that shit just to like, keep the reputation and not... You know, I, I feel know. like that's a slippery slope for yeah. anybody. Yeah, once you're in there, it's kind of like, and who knows? Maybe there was something else going on. Maybe they were also rapists, and he was just like having fun with it at that point. But my concern is, here's my question: Did he not like his face because it was too ugly, or just too beautiful, or too handsome? He might exactly. have just been too good looking. Jealousy could have been it. Sometimes ugliness. Hey, if anybody feels like they're really ugly out there, just remember. It might save your life. It might save your life. So after spending a total of 34 years in prison, so I'm not sure this is another part of the thing I was reading that confused me was maybe he spent some years before actually being like in that. Four more years. Yeah, something like that. So he was released on September. um, Okay, so I think he he was out and then got put back in. So he was released officially September 15th of 2011. And um, they said 2007. Oh, no. Okay, no. Sorry, sorry misread that so he was left he was released in 2007 mm-hmm. and then on september 15 2011 a local media had reported that he was arrested in his rural hometown um where he was working i'm gonna as a butcher i'm gonna let you guess what he was working as after all of this shit <laughs> He's working, I, I mean my main my main my first guess is a butcher no police officer go the yeah go the other op, op go the other direction uh, priest a pastor he was a caretaker for oh yeah and according to the news report wow okay he, yeah he would serve eight more years on top of what do you do so he uh he would go for charges of riot and uh deprivation of liberty I know what riot is. Yeah. I don't know what deprivation of liberty is, but I don't know who he's causing, who he's inciting a riot with. Uh, people. My fingers hurt. I, you will go to sleep or I'll put you to sleep, Grandma. Warm glasses. Shut the hell up. <laughs> um, we need, no, that's the opposite of riot. He needs to rise up with them. Yeah. So Pedro says he is sorry for his bad ways and that he has converted to Christianity, of course, and that he... They all get, they all get scared toward the end, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And he is writing an autobiography, which I would love to read. And this is the best part. Um, My he, father's heart tasted like shit. I mean, what what does everybody do when they hit the end of the road and they don't know what to do? They sing Boys to Men. It's the end. Um... um they... It's the step below starting a podcast. Oh, there's something lower than starting a podcast? Oh, yeah. Um, Let me think. And it's not streaming video games. <laughs> they they become a stand-up comedian? He has a YouTube channel where he gives... <laughs> where he gives advice to young people to uh, keep the youth away from crime. Okay. See... Uh, oh, okay. No, that's it. Oh my god. Okay, I have. S- I'm going back and forth in my head right now, and like, t- 
millisecond right now because he <laughs> is committing crime. You could call that crime, killing a hun- well, maybe over 100 people. You know what's weird? What's weird? I get kind of irritated at people who commit like a lot of crimes in their life and they go, hey, you shouldn't commit crimes. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, I, I respect you for coming out and being like trying to deter people. But, like, maybe you should have figured this out a little bit earlier. Yeah. I don't know. So, like, this guy's doing a good thing for the community by killing people who are bad for the community. But he's also killing people who he doesn't like their face and they're snoring too loud. And, like I yeah. said, I don't know why they're in prison in the first place. They could be bad people. Yeah. But, like, he's committing crimes mm-hmm. of people who committed crimes. Yeah. So, I guess he should say don't murder anybody ever or like he's yeah a, he's an addict man. i don't know he loves murdering people yeah Brazil's i don't know wild i saw something that was i didn't i didn't add to my story but it was something like someone had evaluated him in his his ties to trying to do right like kept him from being classified as like mentally insane I agree. Yeah, he he had like reasons to do them. Is that is that better to not be declared as mentally insane in Brazil? I'm not sure. I don't know if they have like mental. Cause I, yeah, because I think they would usually health? push you into a like a mental health facility, like a a, hosp- a mental health hospital. It's almost like noble. It's almost like Robin Hood, where like you steal from the rich and give to the poor, but like you. It, it's that it's that exact concept of somebody who's killing the bad and if you're not bad you won't get murdered you yeah. know what i mean so it's 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 kind of like lawmakers are probably like well that's kind of like wild west and cool of like yeah i i'm not even that mad at that situation but it's still fucking i don't know it's wild so now, do you understand why I'm calling him fucking living legend? He he kind of is. That shit's insane. So he's YouTubing it up. Yeah, I need to find his YouTube. Honestly, I'm very fascinated with him. Yeah. So, oh my god. Is that the end of the story? Yep, that's it. Wow. That's okay. all, folks. So, I mean, I guess right now we're waiting until, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pedro Rodriguez. Um, what was his last name? It was uh, Philho? F I L H O. I guess Hello? we're waiting till Pedro strikes again. I mean, that's the loophole. I guess it's like kill murderers. We're not telling you to do that, but like, what do you think his intro to his YouTube videos are? What's up, Phil Hoes? <laughs> like and subscribe. Not that. Buy my shirts. Oh, he's got shirts for sure. Yeah, but um, I guess that's I guess that's the end of our episode. Wow. <laughs> I mean. Th- there's a lot to unpack on that. I'm still like morally unpacking that. Yeah, it's a hard I mean, one. I mean, we could talk about this for hours. Basically, I bet you're having an internal struggle right now. Whether that's okay. I mean, if you've seen the show Dexter, yeah, it's a little bit easier. But like, he also didn't kill people who just like he didn't like their face or they snored too loud, which is yeah interesting. And their his dad never stole lunches. So um... <laughs> you don't so, know that. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We we love when you guys listen, and uh, we love telling you these stories. We got we got merch. We got uh, we got Instagram too, and 
David is on Twitter now. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start posting weird photos when I feel like it. So David David is taking a a, a bigger you know social media um, initiative and uh, posting more pictures on Instagram. I mean on Twitter. No, I'm posting right now. You're gonna post I'm gonna one look right one now. up. I'm gonna post one. So he's posting more on Instagram, which is great. So follow us on Instagram if you want to see some fun stuff. We're getting better at the social media stuff. It's hard, but uh, you know, it's what the kids like. Got to give the kids what the kids like. You got to give the kids what the kids like. And uh, so yeah, we got we we got we got some of that going for you. I could just scroll through my phone and just pick a random photo and probably upload it, and it'd be weird enough. It probably would be. You want to see what I landed on? Yeah, I do. I'll, I'll describe it to the viewers if you show it to me right now. I'm just... Please, please show me right now. Oh, wait. Can I... I want to crop this one a little bit. Oh, well, just show me. <laughs> oh, it's a little coomy. Making a real weird face. It's his dog in a in a green vest, so... It's a harness. It's a harness. Whatever. Vest harness. But yeah, so we, we got, uh, you know... David, are we gonna tell them what we got? We got dog harnesses. We got we got we got pork pie hats. What? Pork you, pie hats? You know what pork pie hats. I don't. Are? We got lamps. <laughs> you need more no more about pork pie hats. I do, but I don't want to throw this off. We can talk about that afterwards. We got um Chinese finger traps. That's weird. I, the first thing I was thinking was something like Japanese. Oh really? Yeah. We've got like Japanese translations of our episodes. <laughs> I mean, I think I might have done that this episode. Wait, no, that was Navo. I'm sorry. Jesus, man. It really spans across many cultures. We got, um, what else do we got, man? We got man? French. <laughs> we got toupees. For sure, we got toupees. Barrettes. French barrettes. Those hats. We got baguettes. We got baguettes with our faces burned into the top like those cool buns at fancy hamburger places. I... We got bag mitten sets. How fancy of hamburger places do you go to? I'm a fancy boy. Oh, we got. Hey, we got. There's a. There's. Uh, we got maps when the USSR was still on it. Oh wow. We got Beatles albums with that song on it. We got bayonets that you can attach to any rifle you have. We got bayonets with Mel Gibson. Aim small, miss small. We got Mel Gibson ball openers. That's a patriot. That's a patriot reference for yep. you. That's a good Patriot reference too. Heath Ledger, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Everyone, everyone says that his Joker is the best performance. I say the Patriot. Or Ten Things I Hate About You. I do like that movie. You know when he sings on the bleachers. Or um, what was it, the night? The Night's Tale. I love you, baby. Night's Tale is good too. Oh fuck! I love Night's Tale. You know, you guys, we got Heath Ledger movies, and you need to go watch them right now. <laughs> Go but, buy them at our store. <laughs> we got Heath Ledger movies with our with our logo printed on. So go, um, you know, if you guys got you know stuff to listen to, we got go burlap sacks. Okay, we're done with this. Okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, that that's all we got for you guys today, today, tonight, tomorrow, and uh, hope hopefully you guys like. Uh, if you guys got. We should finish this. If you guys got any spooky stories, send them uh, our way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send them, and if you guys them. got any reviews you want to send us, send us our way. Rate, review, subscribe. Send send shit to your friends. Yeah, you know, promote. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't always care. need. Yeah. Who cares about? Yeah. We're all gonna die. Yeah. Cool. Okay, let's end it with. Uh, don't forget to stay strange.